Your geeking out never looks so good. Two incredibly sexy men will rise for your auditory pleasure. Keeping up with the Geek Bros. Yes, yes. Keeping up with the Geek Bros podcast, episode 63. I'm your host, Vibe. Darth Flex. Joe Taro. Allegedly. And uh, thanks for tuning in. We are excited. Before we get into today's episode, um, Darth Flex, social media, you, you fine, fine, rugged man, you. Absolutely. So for our beautiful listeners out there, you can find us at <clears throat> on Instagram and Twitter at Geekbros with a zero. That's G-E-E-K-B. What the? What the wow. hell is that? Wow. <laughs> oh. Sorry. I was getting excited. You can, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Geekbros with a zero. That's G-E-E-K-B-R-0-S. You can also check us out on Facebook. That's Facebook.com slash Geekbros with a zero. Once again, if you'd like to email us, send us some cool stuff, um, nudes. <clears throat> you can check us out on Geekbros with a zero at Yahoo. It's kind of a trend here. It's all Geekbros with a zero. Yeah, and pretty much. You can find the first place to the find The first us. place. WeBeGeeksPC.com. And if you want to see what we actually look like, sound like, and where we're coming from, or Joe's really awkward... Um, is he coming or something? I don't know. I, that or he's too That's something. Weird. Okay. So you you, you, you got to check it out on YouTube.com. Vibrev <laughs> Studios. That's V-I-B-E-R-E-V-S-T-U-D-I-O-S. Perfect. Would you perfect. stop that? Would, would I'm stop going that? to. Okay, before we go, let's, let's get this, this snapshot real quick, gentlemen. Just uh, give me that pose, that sensual pose. Stop looking around like, like you're dealing drugs, man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My God. All right. Picture, picture, picture. You get it? I like it. I like it. Fantastic. All right. So um, we're going to get to comments and questions from you, the audience. I've actually did a little bit better now where I, now I can like I can differentiate between the different social medias and <clears throat> to like little categories. So I'll have to keep like jumping around the place. First, our first Facebook comment um, comes from uh, Bry- Bryson Jones. Uh, he was referring to um, That's a cool our name. post. That's a what? cool name, Bryson. Bryson, Bryson, Bryson Jones. Bryson That's Jones? A cool name. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's like I'm a glad really you feel tough, that way, Bryson. Really you know, name. you are you are um your your phone is admired by uh your name is admired by Joe Taro. So I don't know what that means or how well it is or that's bad juju or anything. He says on our Geek Bros fan page, Facebook fan page, that's facebook.com slash Geek Bros G E K B R zero S. He says that's how Sonic is supposed to look. Damn, finally we posted a. Now, what you guys don't, may or may not know is that all the Geek Bros minus Joe Taro uh, have access to the Instagram, the Twitter, and the Facebook. So we're all posting all day, every day now. And it's not just randomly whenever. So even I don't know sometimes it's posted on, on, on these channels till I look till I look it up. And basically one of the geek bros, I don't think it was me, posted that the uh, Sonic is going to be changed based on, on and they showed like a concept art and that was what he was commenting on. So thanks, I Bryson. I should have access, by the way. I'm just saying. You, sh- you should, but you're in the trial period. That's a year trial period before I commission a drawing of you. Year trial and- period. What am I, working for the city? Yes, you are. Yes, you better believe it. <laughs> Moving on to our, 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 our Instagram comments. That's Instagram. That's G-E-E-K-B-R-0-S to comment on anything or send us a message. Uh, we It was, I believe, the, the, the video recap from last week's episode. Um, Bella underscore Myla Miley Thong. Okay, say, say it. Say it for me. 
Bella Malatong. Okay, so Bella Malatong. I actually um, just finished training her. Did you? It was. It said, uh, sent us uh, three fireballs because we're smoking hot. I don't know how I feel about that. But I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure she was just talking about me because uh, I don't no, think you're going to no, get stop, any. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> oh, never mind. Forget it. I didn't know that. See, I didn't know that. <laughs> because, you don't, because, because you don't read the outline. That's why. No, no, I do read the outline. I, well, I did you see that that, that, it's, that, it's a, that it's that it's a a, a cute little girl's picture? I did not as, know that. No, because you don't read the outline. I didn't so, know that part. Actually, can I give a quick shout out to her? Actually, she's she's a huge supporter of the podcast. Her father is too. He actually requests that we do more podcasts. There is no way that her father lets her listen to us. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, her uh, she 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 sees the in the Instagram clips, but she doesn't see the whole podcast. But her father does the podcast. You can find him on Instagram too. Is that? Uh, DJ Keith Kilpatrick. Really nice guy. Huge fan of the podcast. Oh, cool stuff. Well, his daughter's a little beast, bro. She puts some of these professional fighters to shame. Really? Yeah, see? She, she's lucky she gets trained. I've been trying to get trained by, by Darflex forever. But uh, thank you so much for, for uh, listening. And I, I want to say that I did try and and get the the Geek Bros together for a May the 4th episode. It just never happened. They just they couldn't handle it. They couldn't do it. I gave up on trying to ask. So, not my fault. I actually, I actually can email anybody that wants to see the outline that I wrote for May the Fourth. Be with you. I actually have it. I did it. I got my happy ass out of bed and wrote an outline for a, a geek bro event that never happened. So, you didn't send it to me. huh? I didn't send it to anybody because you, you guys weren't going to do it. <laughs> Nobody wanted to do it the night before, which is what I wanted. Uh, you could only do it in the morning, nighttime. Look, whatever. So, uh, our next, uh, I believe it was because unfortunately I posted the. Um, the video recap late. I posted it yesterday, so I also posted Instagram yesterday. Uh, but for the last last week's episode, uh, Squeezy Bits, our favorite listener, um, he he thought that the post that I made yesterday was of this week's post. So he goes, "So it's been two weeks since Super Smash Brothers released their." Oh, interesting. right? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he did that like on purpose. That's his climax. That's what he looks like when he climaxes. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is we have lost five. He's probably still reading. He doesn't even realize it. He yeah, vibe is uh, currently frozen on our screen and probably on yours too. Well, we'll be on so, yours. Screw him. But um, look, this is the cool look, look, look. This is uh, Tyrone Woodley's belt. Oh wow. Yeah. How did you get that? How did you even? The, wow. I'm in the. I'm in my office at American Top Team. Well, oh, so you, you're currently at work. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, for, for I guess I guess we can we guys we can point out that we're both currently at work, and I will be dropping uh, any any moment. That's why I keep looking around like a drug dealer. All right, and we're back. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Uh, I don't know what happened. It happened here at the studio. It's I completely blame Joe. Um, I don't know what he did, but anytime Joe is on there and he uses his phone or he's acting all weird, things go wrong. So we're still in audience participation. I think I was about to get get down to uh, where Squeezy Bits actually doubles down on his comment and sends us a message because he's taking it really personally now. He goes, so you're going to skip out on how Super Smash Brothers released their first DLC, which included Persona 5 soundtrack, stage, and, and, and the Joker. Uh, also, how Nintendo had to clean up all the penis-shaped custom stages online so hold on time out joker's in the game joker's in the game apparently uh so but 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 
Yeah, apparently. So, buddy, I actually said, listen, I don't have an article about this. So he actually sent me an article. So we're going to be getting into that today. So thank you, Squeezy Bits. All right, moving on to YouTube comments. Oh, my God, it's from Squeezy Bits. Uh, he's Joe, if you guys listened to last week's episode, um, I was talking about something completely different. And Joe thought we were talking about uh, Mario Kart. And so he goes, he goes, uh, JTS, are you talking about Mario Kart? So he's, he's kind of making fun of him. Uh, again, Squeezy Bits, there's no more TS anymore. It's just J, I guess, because uh, he, no longer, he no longer goes by the Stallion or refuses to go by the Stallion. If you want to know why, ask him. And believe it or not, we actually got our first email from Geek Bros with a zero at yahoo.com. It's a subject geek bro, uh, no, yeah, subject geek bros. And it says, you guys should do a, a Chewbacca tribute show in honor of, Pete, of Peter's passing. And uh, this this comes from our, uh, our one of our newest listeners, Bahati. And she actually sent me a link to, uh, to it. So, see, I'm yeah. getting the. Huh? Is she a Hadi? Yeah. Or is it like Bahati as in like the Indian name? Bahati has an Indian name. An Indian name. What do you think I said? No, Bahati, but I thought, like, you know, she's a hottie. Oh, she's a hottie. Bahati's a hottie. So thanks, Bahati. We really appreciate it. She sent me a link. This is the kind of audience participation I'm talking about. I got two requests for two topics, and they gave me links for it, and, I'm, and I put it up there. That's what we call audience and hosts and show collaboration. I appreciate you guys. So that's it for audience participation. Again, I love that you guys are contacting us now. It's about damn time. Um, keep it coming. Uh, email us. Uh, what I, it would be my ideal world would be I get comments from Facebook, Instagram, Instagram Messenger, uh, Twitter, and email. So we're almost there, guys. I appreciate it. Keep it coming because once you guys start showing us some some like real consistent interaction, we can actually get back to all these sweet sweet giveaways that I have back here. I'm talking about I've got giveaways galore that we've never given away. So I'm ready when you guys are. I guess since Garbanzo's not here, you'll take all of Garbanzo's stuff. But, uh, gents, or gent, I guess, tell me about your weekend. Tarflex, uh, what did you do? This, this weekend, this weekend uh, I worked. Uh, I just uh, kind of picked up the slack where I left off in that UFC fight. Um, watched Game of Thrones. And pretty much, pretty much just watched. Pretty much just what? Just uh, try to relax as much as I could, man. I'm, I'm exhausted. Oh, God forbid you relax. Yeah, no, I know, dude. <sighs> no, I know you feel. I mean, I'm not. I'm not rigorous in in, in the you know uh, training and cooking like you are, but you know, I'm just as exhausted with all the studio work and stuff. Um, this weekend for me was literally just, you know, slowly but surely repairing the damage that is um, all that footage from Star Celebration, all the all you know everything else, and it's a slow process, very 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 slow, and it's it's real tedious. I did. Um, I did uh, edit a couple of things that are going to be coming out soon. A few lost episodes are actually ready to be uploaded, but I'm still wondering where I'm going to put it on Vibe Studios or on the Geek Bros uh, uh, YouTube. I'm not sure about that yet. But yeah, pretty much editing. But I found some time to go to the beach with my mother and my offspring on Sunday. It was fantastic. We went to the taco spot. I had a blast there. I enjoyed the burrito. I enjoyed their fries. It was hot as balls outside. I had to sit in the sun. 
because we didn't want to wait. So of course, if anybody knows me, I am a sweater, and I just I was just drenched. It was so bad that the um, the hostess had to talk to the guys to to bring out an an umbrella to put over our table because I looked absolutely miserable. I told them I'm, I'm good, I'm good, I'm just really, 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 really sweaty. So they actually pitied me, but we had a good time. We ate a lot. Uh, I did not fast that day. There was just no point. Uh, so it, it felt good. It felt good. So that's it for our weekend. All right. <clears throat> so what's going on with the Geek Bros? What's going on with the Geek Bros? Well, if you um, – I did <laughs> I did upload the uh, yet last week's uh, video recap. Uh, last night, it's late. I know. I'm just so busy. I'm trying my best. You know, um, the uh, – what, what did we do? Are you free? Oh, I thought you froze for a minute. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn, there it went again. Um, what was the other thing that we had to do? The Sonic, the Sonic one. I No, I'm not even joking. The Sonic one is done, guys. I just haven't uploaded it yet because I have to do the, the description and the whatever. It's going to go up tonight or tomorrow, I promise. It is done. It is completely edited. I just haven't had the time. But we also, I got a hold of, of course, Darflex, myself, and Joe Taro to react to... Um, God, what trailer just came out? The Spider-Man. No, no, not Joe. Yeah, Joe Tara Garbanzo and myself. No, it's just, just, just Joe Tara and me. Garbanzo sent me stuff from the cruise. That's what I wanted to say. Garbanzo, he's uh, rocking it on a cruise right now with his lady friend. So so he's having a good time. Uh, that's why he's not here today. And but, but we, he, is, he is sending us some... So you're going to mess your hair up, dog. Oh, or not. Damn. Um... That's some good. That's some good hold or whatever it is you put in your hair. So he is sending us a bunch of uh, cruise uh, videos. I'm probably gonna edit those and throw up on on the um, Instagram so you guys can see that. So look forward to that. If, you know, first set of Google mobile videos uh, that is coming in the future. Where you know the, the Geek Bros. If we're like so, for like for instance, Flex, he'll be if he wants to record something while he's at you know his UFC stuff and he wants to do whatever, he'll send it to me. I'll edit it and I'll put it up there as, as a as a Geek Bros. Uh, on the go or Geek Bros. Mobile thing exclusively on our Instagram. So look forward to those in the future. Small videos, nothing crazy, just you know day to day stuff. <laughs> get a little deeper because we all you know garbanzo's got his tech geekiness darflex has his fitness uh, and, and ufc and of course myself i've got the video production video editing so um that's it for the geek bros look forward to everything else and check out that that um sonic the hedgehog reaction video coming this week yes what are you doing you know we're recording right I'm thinking about it, man. <laughs> and you're checking you're checking skype to see what's in your eye <laughs> yeah man this camera is really good is it really oh um, I wish mine was as good. Yeah. All right. So that's it for the Geek Bros. All right. So tell me, Vibe, what are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about the movie standing out this week. What's new in the gaming world? Video games out this week. The Battle for Azeroth continues, brought to you by Darflex. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate New DLC, a comment or a, a, a topic brought to you by Squeezy Bits. Squeezy Bits. For inebriated fitness, the CrossFit myth, if you guys know, I've been, you know, Flex has been um, throwing jabs at CrossFit for several episodes, so we're going to finally get into it this time. For anime and animation invasion, it's Love, Death, and Robots Part 4 Suits. Gadgets are Us, the 4DX Avengers Endgame movie experience. We actually got invited to this. We'll talk about it. And for open mic, we have the latest Game of Thrones episode review. Chewbacca actor Peter Mayhew passes away at 74. The Russo brothers are, are actually annoyed by Avengers Endgame box office success. 
Sonic the Hedgehog director promises lightning fast makeover, and there's a conspiracy theory about this. J.R.R. Tolkien movie review. And for myself, because <laughs> Flex can't watch it, Spider-Man Far From Home mini trailer reaction. I'm going to give you just, just a tip of what I want to say. You're going to see the rest of it in the, that episode. So, with that being said, it's time for the shenanigans. Episode 63 begins now. Crescenta! Crescenta! The movie standing out this week... Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Ace Detective Harry Goodman uh, <laughs> goes mysteriously missing, uh, prompting his 21-year-old son, Tim, to find out what happened. Aiding in the investigation is Harry's former part- Pokemon partner, wisecracking, adorable, super sleuth Detective Pikachu, finding out that they are uniquely equipped to work together, as Tim is the only human uh, who can talk with Pikachu. They join forces to unravel the, tangling, the tangled mystery. Uh, so, that's what's coming out. Have you? Do you have any interest whatsoever in watching the Pokemon Detective Pikachu? I'm super interested in watching this movie. Are you really? Why? Please don't tell me it's because Pikachu's voice is is, is Deadpool. No, it's just my childhood, man. I mean, I fuck like I don't play Pokemon Go like every other fag out there, but I like like I like actually Pokemon. I mean, one of since I was a little kid, and like they actually look good. They didn't sound like the Hedgehog. They actually made them look what they look like, just furry or scaly, whatever the skin's supposed to be like. Um, it, it looks funny too. I like the trailers. I mean, I don't think it's gonna like be like this blockbuster movie. <laughs> movie to go watch, man. I mean, like this, I would pay for. It. Like I would. I think it'll, it'll be a fun time. Okay, so this is coming from a man who still hasn't seen Endgame yet. When would you be able to see this so we could do a mini-sode on this? Uh, actually, my girlfriend surprised me with tickets, so she's taking me in the morning, Saturday. Oh. Yeah, uh, they have this, like, incentive at NSU for the employees, you know, if they go to do healthy stuff and they get, like, points and shit and they can redeem it, she redeemed it for tickets to go see... <laughs> Avengers. So. Oh, isn't that sweet? Good, good, good. Fantastic. So we can actually, you know, tell the uh, the audience to look forward to that review, right? By that time, my camera should be here. So uh, it'll just be a matter of dragging you happy asses over here and, and doing a real episode. But we'll get to that. And then, of course, Detective Pikachu, I was going to say, let's do a double feature, but we can probably catch that next week sometime if you have time. But we will do that mini. It'll be, it'll be a mini so because I, I have no interest in it. Only because it, you know, it looks really juvenile and I. I'm not digging Ryan Reynolds' voice as Pikachu. It's too deep. It's too sarcastic. It, and that's not what I expected. You know what I'm saying? But, um, I mean, at least you know that's what it is, though. It's not like you're expecting a great movie. That's true. You're right. You're like, right. So I, and I might actually like it. Here's the thing about the trailers. They're not fooling you into thinking it's something that's not. Like, true. What you see, it seems what it's going to be. You know, so. you know what? You know what? What what, um, what I watched that I couldn't believe I really enjoyed was the Angry Birds movie. You guys see me wearing the Angry Birds shirt, but it's for a reason. Because I, like I took Exactly. I took my offspring to that movie thinking, like, this is going to be absolute garbage. And I loved it. I laughed so hard. It was the funniest thing I'd seen that year. So you're probably right. I probably, I'm going to go see it. We're going to see it. And we will review it for you guys. And if you guys don't want us to review it, please tell us so we don't have to go. That'd be great. You know what? I wonder if, I wonder if they're going to have a special Pokemon drink at, at AMC. Like, a, like, like, like the Thunderbolt or the, the Hydro Pump. Ooh, the Hydro Pump would be good. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. So we're moving on to what's new in the gaming world. Video game is out this week, presented to you by Dark Flex. Dark Flex. Okay, so this week starts, what, on the 6th? Today's the 8th. Sure. Perfect. <clears throat> so we have uh, May 7th. We have Brief Battles coming out for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. 
We have Shakedown Hawaii for the PSC, PS4, Switch, and the PS1 Vita. May 7th still, we got Puyo Puyo Champions for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. May 8th, we have Frame Dragon's Odyssey, PS4, PS Vita, and the Switch. We have May 9th, we have Yakuza Kiwami 2 for PC. We have Masquerada Songs and Shadows for the Switch. Now, May 7th, 9th, and 10th, respectively, for PS4, Switch, and Xbox One, we have For the King. May 8th, we have Infected Shoulder. <laughs> Infected <laughs> Shoulder? Shelter. Shelter. Oh, Shelter. I was going to say, what is uh, that? What game is that? Yeah. May 9th, we have Life is Strange 2, Episode 3, Wastelands for the PS4. Oh, PS4. God help us. You don't like that one? Life is Strange? Have you? Do you know what that's about? The little green monster, no? No, life is strange about these this 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 uh this uh this this fr- friggin' chick who can reverse time like oh, yeah, ask for that. Uh, okay, so we got oh May tenth, uh, Saints Row the third, the full package, which is an expansion to the it, it, it's the third installment of the third game. The third game has had about three. All right, and we have May tenth as well. We have Reverse Crawl for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Lovecraft's Untold Stories, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And that is it for this week, actually. Wow, that's, that's a simple week. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Darflex. Let's move on to your next part, the Battle for Azeroth. I love. I want you guys to know that I enjoy what's new in the gaming world because it gives me time not to talk because it's two things in a row that Darflex has to say. So, Flex, I, I see only top lip. You got to... Yeah, 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 there you go. Or something like that. That's better. See? Appreciate you. The battle for Azeroth continues. Carry on. All right, excellent. So, ah, uh, crap, what happened? I just had it pulled up. Give me one second. I don't know what's okay. going on. See? It's, it's happening to you, too. Okay. We're being sabotaged. So, in the battle for Azeroth, if you're playing the expansion, we have a new raid called the Crucible of Storms. It's a long submerged evil stirs beneath the shrine of the storm in Stormsong Valley. Whatever nightmarish horrors and eldritch creatures lie within the crucible of thorns, one thing is certain. They did must you, stop. Did, did you say horrors or whores? <laughs> I heard I heard whores. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, whatever. Um uh, it, it seems like a pretty sweet raid. You go in there, you're killing some of the minions of the old gods, so that's gonna be cool. Then we got some new in-game rewards. We have, well, faction-specific mounts. Uh, if you're a horde, you get a blood flank charger, which is a pretty sweet-looking horse. Normally, you don't get horses for the horde. And then you get an ironclad frost claw, which is a wolf. Normally, the wolf is for the horde, but um, the alliance will be able to switch mounts. So that's going to be pretty cool. And other than that, it's actually, it, it, it's been a smooth run. I'm still leveling up my um, rogue goblin so if you guys want to jump in join uh, our guild we have a lot of money hook you guys up it's pretty sweet <laughs> i want to really get into the pvp well, you know what sucks so now in in in, in the new expansion or just the, the way warcraft is going on before you were able to play in pvp server then you just attack any opposite faction dude you see now you have to actually switch on or in, enable pvp I always have my PvP enabled because I'm, I want to go slaughter some bitches, but it, it, it sucks. It's so frustrating when I'm in Ashenvale, which is a contested area for the Horde and the Alliance. It's where the right. Nine Worlds and the, the Orcs kind of meet. 
And I see these little shits just running around like, blah, 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 like these night elves and, and these <laughs> <laughs> killing the horde NPCs. I'm like, oh my God. And they're like 20 levels lower than me. And like, I could one shot these guys, but they don't have their PVP on. And they're just literally walking around spitting in my face because they know I can't kill them. But <laughs> absolutely murder them. So that's that's really frustrating. Blizzard, please please change that. Like, if you Funny. go to a PvP server, you should not have the option to not be PvP in a PvP server. That's Unless you're in some kind of area where that's allowed. You know, there, there's certain areas where it, it's it's kind of like a like a like a truce. There's like truce areas, right? To go to. Um, also, I want to say something. Actually, it's a correction from last week's episode. One of our female listeners, this chick. You know who you are, you little bitch. So this, this. Don't worry, don't worry. Why did Why did they send us an official um, something uh, to to read out? I don't know. So I was talking about how when you start that, you know, as you level up, you'll see world changes. <laughs> it said when you start, you you can see Vol'jin. This little shit um, seems to have mistaken or misinterpreted my words. Because the war chief is Sylvanas. For whatever is in place for battle or after Legion is going to be in place now. But as you do the quests, you're going to see the quest ran through as if those have been happening. So yes, when you go to Ogremar, you'll see Sylvanas, where Vol'jin should be the uh, war chief as your low level. But we start doing the missions all like story missions all the way until Legion. You do see Vol'jin. So yeah, you, you motherfucker, you you do see Vol'jin all the way up until you level up and actually complete the world quest to change the world. But the world as it stands, if you're not doing a quest, is as the world is. So as you progress, it is going to change. But you still see, like, when I started the Goblin, I, I still saw Thrall and I saw Gromash. Gromash has been dead for a while. So. <laughs> well done, well done. <laughs> as we're off today. And that is the Crucible of Storms. All right, we're going to move on to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate New DLC. Now, this is a topic uh, requested by an audience, the audience member, the only audience member that, that that's, I guess, what, the ultimate listener, uh, Squeezy Bits. Squeezy Bits. This uh, article comes from the dailydot.com, presented to you, or presented to us, given to us, bestowed upon us by Squeezy Bits. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate players are now fighting on giant dicks. So... Alex, if you if you look at the um, if you, if you look at the <laughs> the article, there is a level and it's it's set inside a cathedral and yeah, it's it's a dick and balls, you know, and at the, and the black lines are, are the veins. But that's it's, just a poorly made penis. It is poorly made, but they're trying to hide it. You see what I'm trying oh to say? That, <laughs> they're not trying. They're not trying to dark flex it now. They're not throwing to throw it in your face. You know, they're trying to be you know you know coy with it. So an update to the wildly popular Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. <laughs> has led to an influx of penises after users were given the ability to cre- create their own game stages. <laughs> after the release of 3.0 update Wednesday, users were perhaps unsurprisingly began to harness the game's new stage builder to draw dicks. Uh, can they see this? Yeah, I can see it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't until Twitter at uh, Twitter user Sky- Skykin noted that Nintendo... Uh, had made uh, attempts to code away such uh, dick-building oh abilities that the phenomenon truly began to take shape. Yeah, you, 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 oh my god. That one's good. You guys need to need to check out the video recap because Darfunk's actually showing you guys each, each picture. 
<laughs> the stage builder function, um, the stage builder has a function that prevents you from drawing certain shapes. Uh, the shapes include penises. Someone on, on Smash Bros. Developer, developer team was paid to co- was paid to code and create penis detection software. Can you believe it or not? Taking the statement as a challenge, <laughs> users began to flood Skyland's mentions with examples of very dick-shaped stages that Nintendo had supposedly worked too hard to, pres- to prevent. Uh, most of the dick stages were, were basic and they were crude. And I'm looking at it. Uh, if you, he, we, on his Twitter, all he got is a bunch of dicks, hidden dicks everywhere in all That's these stages. Wow. That is <laughs> crazy. Oh, my God. Look at this one. It's, it's got Mario with a dick. Fantastic. And a Goomba dick. You go in and out like this. It does? It, it, it's a video. You, you press play. It's actually quite interesting. Oh, my God. And did you did you notice it when 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 it, when the yeah. dick extended the guy used the water thing it looked like it it, it, it squirted out of his dick fantastic <laughs> fantastic that is hilarious that's daily.com squeezy bits thank you thank you so much uh so basically dick detection software utterly fails uh to ban phallic imagery so which is a shame uh the new DLC of course just like um what that is awesome look at that stage is that that's it that's it anal that's how we do it. We here at the, at the Keep It Up the Geek Bros do not condone anal sex. Um, but yes. And of course, the new DLC was, is out and uh, Joker is in it. I thought he gave me a link to that as well, but he did it. So watch it. Joker and new levels. Let me reread his, his email, which is what he said. He Squeezy Bits said, and I um, quote that Super Smash Brothers just released their first DLC, which includes which included Persona, five soundtracks, um, stages, and 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 the Joker. So check that out. If you guys are playing Super Smash Brothers, I actually have it, and I have the battle pass and everything, but I haven't played it, and I haven't done any DLC. I should check it out and give you guys a good, um, I guess, review on it. But SqueezyBix, thank you so much. Keep it coming. Uh, stop yelling at us, and get your ass on this screen and talk for yourself. That's, and that is what I have to say about that. And that is it for what's new in the gaming world. Inebriated fitness. Darflex is an exercise physiologist with a BS in exercise and sports science. He is a certified CSCS strength training coach and a CISSN sports nutritionist, sports injury specialist, and currently an MMA weight cut specialist and nutritionist. That is a mouthful. Darflex, the CrossFit myth. Now, CrossFit from what I was able to find out, uh, promotes both physical exercise physiology and competitive fitness sports, incorporating elements from high-intensity interval training, Olympic weightlifting, powerlifting, gymnastics, calisthenics, strongman, and other exercises. Now, that sounds legit. However, you have an issue with CrossFit. Bring it home, Daddy. Let me ask you something. If you're trying to train for something, how does putting all these into one sound legit? It's a bunch of big words, and I, I thought it sounded legit. I, I dug, Now that you put it that way, it doesn't make any sense. Here, uh, first of all, it, it does not. This is not promote physical exercise physiology. I mean, okay. Well, what, what is what is what is um, physical exercise physiology? What is that then? That's not a real thing. I mean, I never heard of that. I mean, exercise physiology. Physical, is, physiology. Okay, so physical exercise physiology is not a real thing. Yeah, uh, Exercise physiology is a real thing. Okay. Oh, it says philosophy. Oh, philosophy. Not- sorry. Did I say physiology? I meant philosophy. Physical exercise philosophy. Okay. What does that mean? Yeah. I'll tell you their philosophy. Their philosophy. Okay. They put a great emphasis on proper form and not using it. Okay. CrossFit is a class. We should just stop right there. Right. Okay. 
how fast you want to get to somewhere, it's a class. You're you're on a bus. You're all going to the same place at the same speed. You're never going to be better than anybody else. You're never. CrossFit doesn't train you for anything. It has no transferability. Sure, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, it's much better than sitting on your couch. I mean, you, you're going to lose weight. You're going to gain muscle, of course, because you lift and stuff. But honestly, sit there and ask yourself, unless you're going to compete in CrossFit, which is a joke, what are you training for? What, what? Seriously, what are you training for? I'll say this, though. One thing I do appreciate about CrossFit is the women. <laughs> pretty good-looking women there. A lot of them are a little, a little manly, but, you know, whatever. You know, teach his own. But uh, I think one of the biggest things about CrossFit, it's like a Herbalife thing. It's like, it's like they have all these super-exaggerated promises and claims that really have no proof behind it, right? Right. It's tough to get into it, but like I said, so it has no transferability, right? Like if you get a CrossFit dude, you, you put him in like something like track and field, you probably won't look good in the events because he didn't train for anything. I mean, if if, if you want to lift very light weights really fast and make it look heavy, then yeah, I mean, I guess do CrossFit. It'll train you for that. If you want to, you know, pay for extensive medical bills later on in your life. Wow. Go ahead. Let's get into that a little bit. Why Why do you say that? Because you always say proper form and hurting yourselves and burning yourself out. And uh, Explain that. So if you're doing Olympic lifts, which are a thing in, in their own, why is it that the goal is to do it really, really fast a lot of times? Well, isn't 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 um, speed intervals or whatever? Isn't that isn't that good? I mean, you you have me doing uh, ten sprints, and that I'm not I'm not loading your body with an Olympic lift that should be meant for one or two repetitions and doing it continuously at a ridiculously fast pace, ignoring all biomechanics of a proper lift. Okay, you know, carry on. You you're you're just sprinting with your own body, something you naturally do as a human animal. True. You know, I'm not throwing a fart like a fucking. I'm not throwing one of your offspring on your back and telling you to sprint. <laughs> with you know? you're telling me, hey, go do your sprints. You're gonna have a good metabolic response. Yeah. Okay, but it, but for the for the but for the general the general the layman, okay, the 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 common folk. I mean, they're only doing CrossFit to lose weight. I mean, is is it not? Did you know designed okay. for that? Yes. It's not designed for it, but okay. it's going to lose weight because for the common folk who are trying to lose weight, they're probably trying to lose weight because they haven't done shit in their life. Right. That, that small change is going to have a positive reaction. It's going to have a, a positive effect. Other than the women, one thing good about CrossFit is the same thing that's good about Herbalife. It, it, it creates a community of, of friends, of comrades, that you will push yourself and motivate yourself to do something because you don't want to be the, you know, the odd one now who's being a little bitch and gets made fun of because you just sit back and not do everything. Everybody else is progressing with your wads, workout of the days, which, by the way, is the case. I couldn't have a wad. Yeah, go ahead and take your wad in the face, bro. So, <laughs> <clears throat> one thing, it's also incredibly overpriced. Like CrossFit gyms are like what two hundred fifty bucks a month, something crazy like that, two hundred bucks a month. And uh, if you don't, if you don't go to classes, some of them charge you. Like what the fuck. So you get you have to pay to go there, and if you don't show up, they charge you anyway. Yeah, they charge you more on top of what you're already paying. That's 
It's a good yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, again, it's just look, man. To each his own. Like people who do cocaine, I don't tell them not to do cocaine. <laughs> you but are like, not. You are not <laughs> comparing <laughs> cocaine <laughs> use to CrossFit. Let me let me find something better. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, it's tough. I can't find anything as stupid as CrossFit. Um, okay, okay, but but for you to go to cocaine first, you, that means that you, in your expert opinion, your professional opinion, believe that CrossFit it does more harm than good. Then, is that what you're saying? Yes. Wow. Now, don't get me wrong. There are one percenters. Okay. That are doing properly and out there doing. Those are the ones you see on ESPN, right? Right. But just so you know, they only compete in CrossFit, at least properly, right? At a competitive level, they only do that because it's the only thing that they can do. Again, it's not going to train you, prepare you for anything. It'll help your heart rate. It'll help your cardiovascular endurance a little bit. It'll definitely help your muscular endurance because you're lifting, like, a lot of weight really fast for no fucking reason. (laughs) You know, but, bro, I I wish I could. (laughs) He's a PhD in exercise physiology, and he is the president of ISSN. A majority of his lectures in while well, I was getting my undergraduate degree was him just talking very credible and fact um, shit about CrossFit. And it was all negative? Yeah, it was all negative, of course. You know, like people say, why uh, CrossFit's going to be in the Olympics one day? Like, no, no, it's not. No, it's not. Like, what are you competing for? What are you competing for? I mean, I guess you want to compete who has the most arthritis and like. Oh my god! On. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But look, man, if you want to go do CrossFit because you don't really do much for yourself, go for it, man. You, I'll tell you this: you'll make great friends. It, it's a little cultish in a sense, like you know, kind of how like a vegan has to tell everybody he's a vegan. If you're a CrossFitter. You constantly have to tell everybody they're CrossFitters, and if they don't, they're gonna explode. Yeah. But there, there are positives to CrossFit, man. Like if if you're uh, if you live a sedentary lifestyle, it's it's gonna get you to move because people are gonna push you to move. And also, I'm assuming if you're paying that that excessive excessive membership fee, <laughs> you're gonna go get home and let that money go to waste. Oh Jesus, man, that is so funny. <laughs> so that is funny. That is really funny. All right. Well, final thoughts about CrossFit before we move on. Um, I don't recommend it, though if anybody wants to hire me for CrossFit, hey man, money trumps everything, bro. Money over everything. And that is a final word. Thank you, sir. If you want more fitness uh, and nutrition trips or that sweet, sweet UFC style, um, then follow him on his Instagram. That's Darflex. That's D-A-R-T-H underscore F-L-E-X-X. We're going to move on to anime slash animation invasion, Love Death Robots. Part 4, Suits. A community of farmers use their homemade mechs to defend their families from alien invasion. Uh, now, of course, I rewatched these episodes um, literally, not figuratively, an hour before we record. And so I have a fresh perspective. We're going to do the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, let's start with the good. Darflex. The good, um, I'm going to say, is, is the uh, the story or the plot, I guess. Why is the word? Well, it's a simple plot, you know. Yeah, but I mean... That's the thing. There's a beauty. It was super simple. Like, and I, I, I kind of, I liked what they put in it as far as like the characters and like the mechs and everything. I really like the animation. Actually, I, I like the animation a lot. Agreed. 
Agreed. It reminds me of some top-notch... Um, Not PUBG, uh, Fortnite. Whatever your kids play. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, I, it's like something, a good cutscene you'd see on a mobile game kind of thing. Yeah, I know, but it, it was good, man. Uh, it, it was the whole story beginning to end was, was, was it had me locked in. I, I kind of figured it was going to be like that. I'm like, okay, they're like getting, it was either going to be like monsters coming from a portal like in Warcraft or it was some kind of like colony in space. Yeah. That's exactly what it felt like and that's exactly what it was, which is pretty great. I agree. This is by far my most. I think. I think my favorite episode in this entire entire anthology is this one. This is what um, Pacific Rim Two should have been. That's how I feel, it, because that's exactly the feel of it. You know, it even had the same oh, building your own mech and trying to make it work and fighting monsters. This, if this isn't inspired by Pacific Rim, it definitely, definitely, definitely should have been part two. I loved it. Um, the animation, like I agree, I liked it. It, it wasn't smooth animation. You saw it, there was a little shake, a little jitter to it. And I liked that. It wasn't seamless and smooth. It, you knew you were watching animation, and he did it on purpose. It was a stylistic choice, and I liked it. Um, what else did I enjoy about it? Um, I enjoyed the the back home country feel. It's just like what uh, Flex said. The characters, they're all southern. They had a southern draw. There was it was like, you know. Texas monsters coming like a rift in Texas and monsters are coming in through Texas. Uh, I I I I semi agree. I thought it was on Earth. Like I was thoroughly impressed and loved uh, the fact that when they pulled out from the thing, it was it was colonies and they're all in little bubbles and these these things are circling around them. Basically, what it's saying is that. This is ongoing. They're gonna have breaches every day, every week, every month. This is this is never gonna end. So eventually, they're gonna run out of people. Uh, so it was it was interesting. It was very very interesting. Uh, the bad. The bad. <clears throat> what was the bad? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say the bad was the uh, tactics. Like honestly, I mean, I understand these guys are tacticians, but that part just me personally bothering. I'm like, man, all of this could have been avoided, bro. Like, just think better. Well, I mean, even even the, uh, the 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 youngest country bumpkin even said that you know we're kind of exposed. This is this is really the best place to to be. And I don't think he didn't have any he didn't have a, a, an excuse. He just said we you know we got to get as close as possible because they need to they need to buy them some time so all the families can get into the bunker. Yeah, so like, they, they they did mention that this is a dumb idea being all in the open like that. No, but still, like even when they shot the rocks, I'm like, why would you shoot it there and not there? I'm like you just you know you could have had much more of an impact and effect on on, on the enemy rather than. You know? you're, you're you're getting dressed on camera. What are you about to do? Jujitsu. Ah, okay. I was say, look, it looks like you know you about to do like some kind of bushido or something. Okay, all right. Uh, for me, the bad, I, I really don't have any, and that's something something serious for me. I was looking, and when I realized I'm sitting there trying to figure out what is the bad, I'm really like searching for 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 the bad. There is no bad. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every minute of it. I have no bad, and in that case, I have no ugly either. So flex ugly. Ugly. To me, it seems like it's going to be an ongoing trend for me. Is how this the creators of of of, of this uh, show they take something ugly and actually make it interesting. Like I felt really bad seeing the cows died because they had kind of a uh, they looked more like people than cows. Like you know, they had the whole worried look and everything. I'm like, oh, right. but I didn't want it to stop. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it was played for laughs because when he said, honey, you know, you know, good news. I'm, I'm relocating the uh, the herd. It was only what, what two two cows and his, and his mech hand. I thought it was hilarious. Um, but yeah, it was no ugly for me. There's nothing nothing I have to complain about. This is actually uh, quite perfect for me. I would watch a series on this. Literally, this sh- I would I would watch a 13 episode series about this. You know, even you don't even give me a story. It could just be them fighting every day and you know herding cows and like every other episode they have an invasion. They got to figure out a new tactic, or, or that they're all dwindling down. It's really interesting. I would have I would love some backstory. Who are they? Where are they? Because he even said that his wife said, "Quit your job and come be a farmer and things would be great." And this is what they're dealing with. Like, what's your job? Where are you from? I, like, you know what I'm saying? Like. They just like plopped you into the middle of it, and I have so many questions, and I want to know so much more. Could you imagine he's like like a grand wizard from the Kukta's clan, and they make <laughs> blacks and Puerto Ricans and stuff like that. And and he's getting his just desserts. That that's karma for you. So that's uh, Love Death Robots Part Four Suits. If you've watched it uh, and you have something to say, by all means, email us uh, geekbros with a zero yahoo.com g e k b r zero s at yahoo.com. Let us know. I'll read it out next episode. And I came for Part Five as we are going one by one of Love, Death, and Robots. Every episode, 13 episodes, 13 podcasts, because I forgot who, what, who, whose idea this was, but it's fantastic. Gadgets are us. Well, uh, this, the reason why I didn't put this in our audience participation is because the email actually went to my studio, not the Geek Bros um, podcast email. So, the the 4DX Avengers Endgame Movie Experience. Now, it turns movies into an extrasensory 4D experience. Endgame presents represents some of the best 4DX editing techniques. 4DX has 21 effects, including wind, rain, water, uh, operational via water on, water off switch, rainstorm, fog, snow, face, air, spray, scent, air shots, leg ticklers, back tickler, vibration, motion in four different directions, strobe, etc., and it said, we'd like to invite you to check out Avengers Endgame in 4D. Uh, even on the, the second or the third viewing, this experience will completely be unlike no other. Each Avengers character will have their own signature 4D motion like unlike like any other. Each Avengers character will have their own um, chair. So you have the Iron Man chair, the Captain America chair, the Hulk chair, and I think the, the Thanos chair. And you sit in those chairs. Um, this actually was we were literally invited to this um, it, they only have certain certain um, locations in Florida and one of the locations unfortunately is in is in uh, uh, Naples and I was like yeah we can't go to that and you could, you could only go certain days but we actually were invited to this this 4D experience uh, and I mean invited meaning no charge we weren't going to be charged for it uh, so next time though Hold on. Huh? what is it when is it? I have to go look at the email. Uh, if you look on the, the, the thing there. Uh, oh, sorry. No, it was Iron Man, Spider-Man, Hulk, and Thor. Those are different ones. The it, um, see, I, I didn't cut that. I cut that off. That part of the email I cut off. But you see it right there. It's from, it's from thank you, Sarah Edge. We really appreciate it. Uh, we, I think we still have time, but I think it's running out. But it was only one weekend, and the closest one to us is either Naples or going up to Tampa. And I was just like, yeah, I'll throw it in there. But huh? Not that far. What? Naples? Either one, yeah. Well, well, Tampa's four hours away. Naples is, what, two and a half hours away? So you're talking about two and a half hours of driving. And then, huh? Two hours. Okay, so two hours of driving. That's four hours of round trip with a three-hour movie. So that's, that's I couldn't even get you to get out, to come out just to watch Avengers locally. I'm going to get you over to Naples for a five-hour round trip. That's true. So, but, I mean, 
I think we still have time. But thanks so much, um, Sarah, Sarah Edge, for for the email. We really appreciate it. Send us another one. I definitely want to go to the next one. Uh, you know, but yes, that's the 4DX. So 4DX is interesting. I didn't know that exists. I know that it's something similar to. If anybody went to, what is it? Um, oh my God, adventure? No. I did one similar to this for Warcraft. It was like in the in AMC theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you're watching it, the seats move up and down to kind of uh, fit the angle of the camera. So like when you're looking down the dark portal, the sheets kind of go forward and it vibrates, and you have speakers here. Yeah, there's like, one. There's one similar. It's in um. Oh like my God, Islands of Adventure. What's Islands of Adventure? What's that? What's a uh, what's outside of that? Universal Studios, isn't it? Like the Shrek, like the Monsters Inc. I don't know. I know uh, Animal Kingdom has that for ants. Oh, okay. I know that. I, I believe I'm quite sure it's it's Monsters Inc. and it's something similar. It's it's a big screen and you get the stuff flies around and you feel it in your face. As she said, and um, it was good. I'd love to try this out. Hopefully, we get invited again. Um, but 40x experience, and if we do try it out, or if any of you have tried out the 40 a 40x experience, email us. I like it. You like the hat, you guys. <laughs> You guys need to watch uh, the video recap and see what I'm wearing on my head. I found something. I do. Joe, 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 Joe hates that hat. Joe hates it because it's the stuff of nightmares. That's why this is his worst enemy or his worst fear. But uh, I found it in my in my offspring's room. And I said, you know, I'll just put it on. Why not? Because I didn't want to brush my hair. I wasn't feeling my hair was jacked up before I got. It. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I didn't want to brush it back. So we're moving on to open mic. Um, this was a Joe Taro thing. And you guys, I don't know if you want to talk, if you want to give a quick review of the last episode of Game of Thrones. It's up to you. Everybody dies. Is that is that true, or is that just your... your... Okay, so the last review was... It was very frustrating because, again, very stupid things were made, like like a real person. Not, I'm saying, like, out of fantasy, just a real, logical-thinking human who would not have made those mistakes. Daenerys is becoming a fucking bitch, and she's like... Oh, goddamn. And she's not listening. She's being a cunt. So... Instead of letting us, okay, so they obviously they win the, the Battle of Winterfell and they, you know, they, they beat the White Walkers and so on. They lost a lot of people. A lot of people were injured. Daenerys decided not to give them time to rest and decided to march on King's Landing. Huge mistake, by the way. Uh, even though she was advised by her advisors to do otherwise. But being the fucking gigantic bitch she is, she... Understood, understood. Then she flew with her dragons overseas, then um, the Iron Fleet, not the good one, but the bad one, uh, led by Huron Greyjoy, killed one of her dragons, like, instantly, like, without even a fight, um, which is crazy, because she's flying, you know, a couple hundred feet or, 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 or in the sky, I'm like, how do you not see these ships coming? <laughs> one of her dragons gets shot by... Uh, like this, like special scorpion spear. He he gets killed, which obviously could have been avoided one by resting, two by flying higher, or maybe not putting your dragons out there so everybody could fucking see them. And then she decides to charge the, all the ships that are all on these scorpions, only in the front, mind you, only in the front. Okay, only in the front. She decides to charge them head on, and they all start firing on her. Luckily, you know, they dodge it and miss, but like. If she was such a fucking ridiculous cunt, she could have just flew behind the ships and burned them all because they were only positioned in the front and they can't turn to shoot her. But I don't know. I mean, her being the ignorant bitch she is, 
Yeah, she you have some hate right now. You wanna you need I, a hug. I used to love her, but like she's just making so many mistakes from being power hungry. She has this whole I'm a woman and I need to be queen thing. So like everybody's kind of her enemy because you know she feels entitled, especially even more so because she is a queen or wants to be a queen. She's not a queen. She has no claim. Yes, queen. John Jon Snow has a more legitimate claim to the throne, being a Targaryen. Um, and then after that, they the, the her whole fleet gets destroyed, and they capture one of her best friends, Missandei, which is um, Grey Worm, the general of the Unsullied, uh, his girlfriend. He has no penis, by the way. So but understood. that's understood. They they cut it off. Penis on balls. Oh, so, so he, oh, eunuch. He's a eunuch, or is that a eunuch? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I guess. Cersei. Cersei captures her. Then they go try to get to ask Cersei to surrender. Daenerys does right, and she brings her her whole unsullied army or majority of her army in front of King's Landing and her dragon. The King's Landing. They're, they're maybe a hundred yards away from each other, right? The wall of King's Landing and her army and her dragon. The wall is loaded maybe every fifteen yards with scorpion um, ballistas and archers. So in my head, I'm like, okay. First of all, Daenerys, you're a dumb bitch. Ah. Then my side, if if I was Cersei, I would just unload everything, kill her army, kill her fucking dragon because she's stupid. She she deserves it. Like if if, if that would have happened in the show, I'm like, yeah, no fucking shit, you deserve it. But in, instead, Daenerys requests that she surrenders. Cersei surrenders. While she's up there, Cersei has. Um, Miss Sandy, and then she says some BS to her little brother, the midget Tyrion. And then she looks at Miss Sandy and says, If you have any last words, this, this is the time. And then the mountain cuts her fucking head off in front of everybody. And by the way, Miss Sandy is by far the hottest black girl I've ever seen in my life. So it, <laughs> it is a hard loss, dude. You have it's the uh hacker from um Fast and the Furious. Oh my god, she is fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. And then, so she cuts her head off, her body falls like fucking 50 feet from the air into the floor, and then Grey Worm turns like, oh, my girl, no. And Daenerys just gets really angry and turns around. I'm glad they did that, because that's actually pretty good writing, in my opinion. I mean, it's it's not that it's lazy, it's, it's pretty obvious writing, but it's good that they did it. Like, yeah, this is how you start a war. But also, it's like, man... Daenerys deserves it because she's been so stupid in her tactics. And then the episode ends. Yeah. It seems like they're gonna go to war in the next episode, being there's only two left, so they're gonna have to wrap it up pretty quickly. Alright. Well, that still does not entice me to watch this series at all. But I'm glad you would like it. Like boobs. I like if I like boobs, I mean come on. Come on. Come on. All right, moving on. <laughs> Chewbacca actor Peter Mayhew passes away at seventy-four. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna ape this because from from the actual <clears throat> the May the Fourth special that that I did, I actually wrote some stuff here, so I'm gonna read that out. Peter Mayhew was an English American actor born May nineteenth, nineteen forty-four, Barnes, London, United Kingdom, and stood at a height of seven feet two inches. Best known for portraying Chewbacca in the Star Wars film series, he played the character all the way to his live action appearance in 1977 
to 2015's The Force Awakens before his retirement. And that is Peter Peter Mayhew. This article comes from theweek.com. Harrison Ford, George Lucas, and others pay tribute to Star Wars Chewbacca actor. Um, the tribute began to pour in as... Mayhew's Star Wars family uh, after his death was announced, including from franchise creator George Lucas. He states, Peter was a wonderful man, Lucas says. Uh, he tells the Hollywood, po- before, uh, the Hollywood Reporter, excuse me. He was the closest any be- human being could be to a Wookiee. Big heart, gentle, uh, gentle nature, and I learned to always let him win. Uh, he was a good friend, and I'm saddened by his passing. Harrison Ford mourned his loss of his trusted co of his trusted co-pilot. I'm really tired, guys. Sorry. Um, he told BBC News, uh, "We were partners in film and friends in life for over 30 years, and I loved him." Um, uh, on his official Twitter page, maybe his family responded with a big, heartbreaking uh, paraphrase. Um, paraphrasing how Solo's line he knew. Mark Hamill celebrated Peter Mayhew as a big man with an even bigger heart who even who never failed to make make me smile and a loyal friend and, and a, loved, a loved friend. While Billy D. Williams wrote uh, Mayhew, uh, much more than, than Chewy to me, uh, I will miss you my dear friend. Lucas President Kathleen Kennedy, Kennedy also noted that Mayhew's performance as Chewbacca was absolutely in- integral to the character's success and added that uh, she was impressed by his ju- kind, gentle nature. Ryan Johnson's calls him a true legend. J.J. Uh, Abrams says he's a sweetheart to work with and uh, he's been deeply missed. So, I mean, it, it goes on and on and on. Excuse me, his Twitter actually just blew up uh, uh, with the hashtag uh, we miss you, uh, R.I.P. Peter Mayhew, and we miss you, uh, we miss you, Chewy, and it was it was fantastic. I read all of them actually, and it was really nice. Everybody, you know, you, even we threw up in there. We actually showed up in one of their lists, believe it or not. So, um, you know, there goes another one. As another one bites the dust from from Star Wars. I mean, Flex, we are getting old. If our if our of our um, our beloved actors from our beloved series are 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 dropping now. You know, it's uh, you know, like it's sad, but I'm never really that connected to not to Chewbacca, yes, but not the actor because we right. still have Chewbacca. We got that the young guy, but um, when I saw the, you know that scene in uh, The Empire Strikes Back when Darth Vader takes Han Solo and he accepts that he's going to be taken and frozen, and while he's in cuffs, he looks at Chewie. And he says, "The princess, you have to take care of her." Yeah. So, like, I saw that because, like, you know, she's dead too. So I was like, oh, "Man, that one really got me." Like, oh yeah, because yeah, you know, now I get you. It's just like, Bam, fuck. <laughs> 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 All right. So, uh, share your your um, best memory of either Peter Mayhew or Chewbacca, and email us geekbrosatazeroyahoo.com, and uh, we will do our own tribute to Peter Mayhew if you guys want. Totally up to you. Uh, next topic: The Russo brothers are actually annoyed by Avengers Endgame's box office success. This article comes from yahoo.com slash entertainment, and um, director Joe Russo has admitted that he's actually annoyed by the huge box office success of Avengers Endgame as he believes it takes away from the conversation of what the film is actually about so he goes I have to be honest with you I'm almost disappointed the movie did so well because it's like the box office story is literally dominating the conversation it's not and that's not the most interesting part of the story so basically um, 
he continues on. When you when you're charged with writing the final chapter of the book and executing it, um, our hope was that uh, with our favorite story, you'll always want to you know to end in the best part in the best way. And he thinks that the fact that it's doing so well is outshining the fact that this is the culmination of what. 10 11 years 22 movies a big story and that's that's really what should be the story is that you know where these characters go um iron iron man's um struggle his journey captain america's struggle his journey so uh what do you think about that flex i don't know man like so maybe don't be upset <laughs> what do you get what he's coming from like like He's the director. It's it's his it's his vision. It's you know you know he he executed a story and I would you know I would love to be praised for the visuals the 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 acting the direction the the plot even the story elements. But all everybody cares is oh my god it made two billion dollars in eleven days you know that's huge. So I, I guess what he's trying that to is, yeah because honestly it, it it's like me in this um, what I do here where I'm at now right oh I don't get paid shit you know like. Eventually, I will. But if you go into something you love, expecting to be rich out of it, you're gonna you're you're pretty much destined to fail. So I can kind of sympathize with that. Like, yeah, you're you're successful, and that's giving you money. But you're not in it for the money. You're in it because this is your craft. This is your art. Exactly the craft. Want the world to remember you by. Now that you made a billion dollars, you want to remember that. Yeah, this is a guy who brought the Avengers to life. This is this is what he gave us. Like, you know, I want people to look at me like, hey, this is the guy who molded champions that we see today. So, I mean, obviously, yeah, money's great, but... Of course, of course. But, you know, money doesn't buy happiness, allegedly. All right. That way I do get it. So we're going to move on to Sonic the Hedgehog director promises lightning fast makeover. Um, this article comes from Yahoo.com slash entertainment. Uh, he promises this lightning fast makeover because of online backlash. Well, that was fast. Days after moviegoers got a glimpse of Sonic the Hedgehog in the video game, the, in the video game characters upcoming live action, director Jeff Fowler uh, has indicated that major changes are in store for, for Sega's super speed critter. Responding to the social media backlash over Sonic's appearance with his uncanny human teeth uh, singling out uh, your special circumstances or whatever. Fowler took to, to Twitter with a promise. You aren't happy with the design and you want changes? It's going to happen. So uh, his, he actually tweeted out, thank you for the support and the criticism. The message is, is loud and clear. You aren't happy with the design and you want changes. It's going to happen. Everyone at Paramount and Sega are fully committed to making this character the best he can be. So, yay, the nerds win. You know, we finally get changed and they're, they're hearing us. But uh, a, a user on YouTube, and it's unfortunate because I lost the clip. I can't find it in my history. I don't even know which which um, which screen name I was on when I watched it. But he says this is all part of design. They said that in this culture now, where there's always criticism about about certain movies and how things look, and how actually most of the directors are just saying, you know, screw you, suck it up, stop being a little bitch. That they took it a different approach. They purposely made Sonic look like crap, knowing they were going to get backlash because they always already had. The way he was gonna properly look, and this is a, this is all a publicity stunt. When I when I listened to the to the to the concept of that, I was like, well, yeah. If if he's gonna say days later, yeah, we're gonna fix it. Does that mean that he, they already had it fixed and that he put this trailer out on purpose just to get for publicity? For you know you know the phrase. Yep. 
You know, yeah, you know the phrase, uh, 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 bad, no, there's no such thing as bad publicity. It's all good. It's word of mouth. And so not only did you put out a bad trailer, everybody's talking about it, but then you said, you know what? We respect you, the fans, and we're going to respect you, and we're going to change just for you. Thus, turning the bad publicity into good publicity, and now everybody's going to want to watch the movie. That is a conspiracy theory about that. And when I heard that, I said, that kind of makes sense. How do you feel about that? It's all a stunt. So, have you seen the, the fan art of it? That looks yeah. really good. It looks legit. legit, yeah. I can almost believe that they put that out themselves Yep. to push for that and be like, oh, yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, we actually made this, so here you go, bitches. Yep. Yep. I it's, believe it. It's a, you know, I believe it. It makes sense. I'm just like, yeah, you know, that's, that's some smart PR. You know, you're turning all the negativity against you. So, um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm curious to see uh, if how quickly they how quickly they fix it and how quickly they throw out another trailer showing it's fixed and you'll be like, hmm, that CG was done pretty fast. So uh, I am quite interested. So if you guys if you guys believe in this this theory or you like Sonic the way he was or you agree that you know Paramount is just doing the right thing and you know and getting it out there, email us geekbros with a zero G E K B R Zero S at Yahoo.com. Uh, because I'd like to hear from you. So with Darflex and all the other absentee geek bros that are missing in action. <laughs> Alright. So last week we talked about uh, how J.R. Tolkien's family did not appreciate or condone or support the biopic Tolkien. Now, uh, Darflex, you actually watched the movie. I did not. And you told us in a, in a, in a our I group text. I watched the movie. I just watched an extended trailer. Oh, you did? I thought you said you watched the movie. So why, why, in, in the group text you said, now I can see why um, the family doesn't agree with it. Why did you come to that conclusion? Because the, the movie's not out yet. It comes out tomorrow, no? Oh, I don't know. Is this, is this a movie on, on, in the theaters? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So why did you say? Why did you send a text message saying that, that you believe you understand why the family doesn't doesn't approve of the biopic? So okay, so I'm a huge fan of Tolkien's work. Like actually, yeah. the, the main reason why I have the minor I have is because of J.R.R. Tolkien. What's your minor? Folklore and mythology. Understood. Yeah. So I was looking at, at the trailer. And I have so it seems like they're gonna really exaggerate his uh, service in the war. And I'm, I'm not saying he didn't do the stuff he did. It's just it's just like it, it, to me it seems like wow. Are we watching Saving Private Ryan or are we? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I'm not sure how much the movie will be that military part, mm-hmm. but that that was a little bit too much for me. Also, it seems like his his romance. I think the issue that um, his family had with it was his actual partnership or his romance with, with the woman. It, it's There's one movie that I've seen that did that and actually came out pretty well. That's The Theory of Everything, the story of um, Stephen Hawkins. Mm-hmm. And I think it was great because actually his success is directly correlated to the way his relationships went. Um, <clears throat> now, I don't know. It's, it's just... I, I did see a glimpse of the movie where he's, he's seeing tanks and stuff, and like he, when he sees the fire, he, he sees a dragon, and that's what inspires some of his, his writing, which is great. And you know, you see like the men charging, and then he also it pictures. You see a vision of, of Gandalf, you know, going against the I think it was a Balrog, or just riding into to see some orcs. I just feel like we're gonna have. Yes, it is a biopic based on his life. 
but I think we're focusing on things that are not really what made him what he are. Is that that makes sense? Like, I don't want to see his relationship as much. I want to see some of it. Um, I don't want to see too much of his time in in the World War One, you know, which was the trench warfare. I can't. And if I'm not mistaken, I mean, don't call me on this. I could be wrong, but. I believe he was his job in the military was something around the the realm of communications or not calm as we see it today in our work is calm in our work is pretty dangerous because obviously but because back then they didn't really have calm like they do now uh, I believe something around I think he might have been a postal clerk right and I mean back then everybody saw action because it's World War One there was no technology to keep you safe but. It just seems like it's going to be too much. What I envision J.R. Token from what I've heard and from heard from his son and everything is, you know, he, he sat in the trenches, not necessarily in the front lines, but he would sit, sit there and just to pass the time he, he would write. When he would be back in the forward operating base, whatever they called it back then, you know, doing his poster service stuff, whatever, he would sit there and write and have his little notes and everything, this and that. And then, honestly, I, I just hope a majority of the movie takes place when he's older, and I, I don't think it's going to. Mm. I mean, if, if you look at anything J.R.R. Tolkien, it, it, it's that grandfatherly figure with the pipe there like this, smiling at the Hobbit and stuff. Like, almost everything you see him of, of him is that. You rarely see anything of him young except his military picture, the same guy with the mustache. I don't know, man. Like, watching this, it's just... Very few movies do biopics well. I think one was a theory of everything was pretty good, and one that you and me saw, which was Bohemian Rhapsody, I think. Was oh, cool. my God. That was... That was... That made me cry. Yeah. yeah. Like, that kind of stuff, you know? And I just don't think this is going to be it. But I don't think my reasons are the reasons why their family don't like it. I think them is just purely based on his relationship, his, his romantic relationship and involvement. I think that's probably just it for them. But, I mean, I'm still going to watch it. I mean, uh-huh. I'm a huge Tolkien fan, huge fan of Lord of the Rings and just everything. As a matter of fact, I'm actually rereading Lord of the Rings in Portuguese. Oh, my God. I think it's interesting to do it in a language that I'm really not familiar with, you know? Oh, fantastic. Well, so you're going to watch the movie. Yeah. Maybe when you watch it, you'll give us a little a little review. I don't think I'm going to watch it. I'm not. I like I like Lord of the Rings, but I'm definitely not a Tolkien fan like that. I just I just like the movies or something, or, or do your little fire stick thing. Yeah, no, there you go. They, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Allegedly, allegedly. All right, we're gonna wrap things up with the Spider-Man Far From Home uh, trailer reaction. It's gonna be just me because uh, Flex is not allowed to watch that trailer, and I can't really say much. So you're not gonna get much out of this except for when you uh, watch the uh, reaction video that I'm gonna be editing and posting eventually. Um, reaction. It was funny. I like the fact that it, I think it's gonna be a lot more Nick Fury, Nick Fury than I thought. I think I think Nick Fury's role is gonna be just as as prominent as as he was in uh, not even the Avengers, but in in Civil or oh, not Civil War. What's the word? Winter Soldier. I think he's gonna be just as prominent as Winter Soldier. I thought maybe he was gonna do a cameo and disappear, but it doesn't look like that. Uh, Mysterio. We got a. I didn't like Jake Gyllenhaal at first. But when I heard him speak and he got, you know, gave me a little Prince of Persia action, I was like, okay, I like that. And I actually like the Prince of Persia movie, by the way. That's a guilty pleasure of mine. It was actually, uh, it wasn't bad. It was, it was I mean, and the, and the chicken, it, it was slamming. 
when they came out, I was a kid and I was still into Prince of Persia, like the video games. I never played a video game. I just liked the trailer. The trailer, the trailer scene. The first Xbox game ever was Prince of Persia. Never played Prince of Persia. I just thought the trailer looked, looked stunning and the girl in it was slamming hot. Yeah. And uh, I watched it. And that movie, I, if I could, I could watch it right now because it's just it's a guilty pleasure. Man. It's, it's funny. It's cute. I like the back and forth between between uh, Dustin uh, Destan or whatever his name is and whatever the heck that priest lady girl is and she was fine. Anyway, I, I digress. Uh, I like that there is a funny part between between um, I guess you can call her MJ. I don't know whatever and and um, and Peter that was really funny. They showed they showed uh, Peter threw some shade at, at the cops, which is really funny. Uh, Peter it begins with um, with Peter breaking up i believe a robbery or something and he's he's sick with his iron spider suit and the cops go so you're gonna you're gonna be uh you know spider uh, iron man jr and he goes he goes no i can't do that i i have to um i have to do you guys job and they go oh he goes no 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 no, i'm just joking i'm just joking i'm going on vacation take care and so <laughs> that was pretty fun i liked it it, it, it was a it's a it's a fun fun trailer actually happy looks like he's gonna be a little bit in it too it looks like he's gonna be in it uh, just as much or more than he was in um the first movie so i'm hey, on board we saw him in chicago huh we saw him in chicago who's we when happy john favreau we saw oh yeah 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 yeah. he was on stage sorry I thought, i'm thinking like did we bump into the guy somewhere yeah 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 it's funny because he must have lost weight between filming um spider-man 2 and being on stage because he didn't look he looks a little bit bigger in this trailer than he did on stage you know he looks you know so I, I don't know but uh yeah i'm excited i can't wait for this movie it's the bookend of phase three and the infinity war gives you a good a good little fallout it looks like fun um i'm excited about it i don't think odd may is gonna beat it very much because of course he's going away and uh, spoiler alert you know i think they're introducing the multiverse in this movie and that's gonna be very very interesting yeah yeah they they're giving the 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 hint just a tip of the idea that that mysterio is actually from a different earth so do you um, do you remember that uh, I forgot where I read it, but they were saying um, that at one point they proposed that in the multiverse that they would bring in Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. And yeah, and then they said no because it would confuse the fans. And then it's the picture of Cranny like, we were on the verge of greatness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything. No, but, but it looks like. Great. I mean, they. They did put in a little bit of Tony Maguire because when they did the intro to like the older Peter Parker, it yeah. was him when he was emo and doing a little dance moves and stuff. Well, they said they said originally that the the Toby Maguire one, the one with the, the, the with the blonde hair and and uh, the one that died in it, spoiler alert, that was supposed to be voiced by Toby Maguire, and I forgot why. They chose not to do it. I think it was also the same thing. Confusion. They didn't want to. They didn't want people to think that that Miles Morales uh, existed in in that Spider-Man verse. So they chose not to use his voice, and they used um, the other guy, the guy, James, you know, James C. Kirk. I forget his name. Instead, so that was actually the, the idea. I believe into the Spider Verse, and if they were, if they they're really doing this with uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, it's also going to be no, sorry, Far From Home. It, it's going to be Sony's way of being able to drag Tom Holland out of the MCU and throw them into their Venom use or, or whatever and potentially bring all can you imagine you know the Spider-Verse and you have Miles Morales you have you have Andrew Garfield listen that movie would make so much money mm-hmm. okay I don't Sony needs to get off their ass that's it right Sony needs to get off their ass that would make so much money 
if it was the Sinister Sinister Six versus the Spider Verse. I mean, give me a break. You need to do it. You can you can translate all those animated characters from Into the Spider Verse into live action people, okay? And just do it, okay? We approve. So that's it for Keep It Up the Geek Bros episode sixty three. Before we go, uh, don't forget you can follow us on uh, Instagram. That's G E K G E E K B R zero S. Twitter G E K B R zero S. Our email G E K B R zero S at yahoo.com. Facebook.com slash G E E K B R zero S. Listen to us weekly on Wednesdays because that's our, our sweet spot. And we be, we be geekspc.com, the first place to listen to the Geek Bros before it spreads out into the into the universe. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Spotify, iHeartMedia, in, um, iTunes, uh, every other place that we have. There's a couple of places that are there. And then if you want to watch these episodes, which a few of you actually do, which I find surprising because a podcast should be seen, should be listened, heard, not seen. But YouTube.com slash VibeWeb Studios, V-I-B-E. R-E-V-S-T-U-D-I-O-S. Now, I am putting tags in there, uh, Geek Bros, G-E-K-B-R-0-S, in the tags, because I've been asked, they're saying that it's hard to look it up because that's the only thing different, So, which is why I'm working on a YouTube channel. It's coming, guys. Give me a, give me a break. I'm working on it. But yes, that's V-I-B-E-R-E-V-S-T-U-D-I-O-S, or just go to the website, vibrostudios.com. It's always there. You just click it, and you'll, you'll bring up the, pay, the playlist. It's literally the easiest way to either bring up our um, second easiest way, because if you wanted a podcast, you go to Weeby Geeks. But if you want a podcast and a video recap, the easiest way is to go to vibrostudios.com. Click the link. You'll see it. It'll bring, it'll bring you right to the page. Everything's there for you. It's all itemized. Or you can even go to go to Pinterest. The Vibe Studios Pinterest is also all itemized there, too, believe it or not. Uh, shameless social media promotions. It's just the two of us. Uh, when we have the Geek Bros YouTube channel, are it's they going there. to... Uh, it's already there. Okay. So uh, are they going to be able to... View our previous episodes on that channel. We still have to go to Fiber Up that, Studio. That's what I'm doing. I'm actually creating a backlog. I'm I am is I'm not uploading the old videos on the YouTube channel. What I am doing is creating a playlist, all, and it's going to stream from the Vibe Studios channel. But it's going to be there. But I'm dividing them up into minisodes, season one, season two. Um, keep on the Geek Bros. Season one and season two. We're actually are in season two right now, and it is a it is a pain in the ass to um to do that. So I think I in a perfect world, the very last videos of Geek Bros to be uploaded to Vibra Studios YouTube is going to be the Star Wars celebration. That'll be the bookend of season three. Um. Of of Geek Bros, and then we're gonna start season four on the on the new channel with a new look and everything like that. So I'm working out with all of that, guys. I'm telling you, the reboot is coming, but you're gonna give me some time. So I'm actually right now, every once in a while, going back to the thing and and going to season one, putting all the links. Season two, putting all the links. Season three, putting all the links. Un- unboxing and anything else, any any minisodes and keep on the Geek Bros. You guys have to understand, Geek Bros has over 200 videos. It's a lot of videos, a lot of episodes, a lot of many things. We've done a lot in two years, so it's taking me a minute. But once once it's up and running, you guys will see the best itemized look at the Geek Bros ever, and you'll see that my word, my hard work uh, paid off. So yes, that is coming soon, 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 soon. I'm hoping for this summer we'll have it all launched, and I'm gonna have a fantastic thing. Squeezy bits, I know you're listening. I'm going to borrow your sweet, sweet cinematography skills because I want you to film our badass intro i have an idea i have i have a blocking idea and i want 
I, it's, it would be just be easier for me to participate and then edit it at the end than to do all of it. So you, my friend, are going to be tapped to record because it's going to be based upon that video that Darflex showed me, and I loved it. Loved it. It's got to get an. The one where you where he's circling around you and then you're like. Oh yeah, in fucking in slow motion. Gangster, dude. Hell yeah, I want to do that for us, but three different locations. I'm trying to secure the friggin' airport. That and, and 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 to borrow two stylish cars, but they're giving me a hard time now because it's, it's like, oh, you know, you. I thought it's for like you know a commercial. I'm like, no, it's not. A, it's a, it's not for commercials. It's an ad for my for my web series. And like, oh well, I said, come on, it's gonna be good. I'll put you in there anyway. Whatever. So shameless promotions. Darflex is only two of us. Break it down for us, Big Daddy. All right. Well, you can find me for any uh, UFC or for any related stuff at uh, on Instagram at Darth Flex. That's Darth underscore. F L E X X. You can also find all the fine wordcrafting stuff, which I haven't done much, updated much. You can still see my periods work as well as that beautiful tanker behind the vibe at Inebriated Craftsman on Instagram. Just type that in. You'll find it. I'm the only thing anywhere near with that name, so it's not hard to find. It's a picture of me drinking a beer. Can't miss it. On Instagram. <laughs> Uh, you can find me at uh, DFP or Darth Flex Performance. Again, for more exercise physiology, nutrition, weight cut, and UFC-related things. Keeping up with the UFC fighters, our current champions, which just so you know, our gym, the record top team, has produced some of the most champions in the world for the UFC. Bellator, PFL, Ryzen, 1FC. No big deal, no big deal. And no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> All right, and of course, you guys can... Uh, that's Tyron Wilson. Oh, oh, look at that. Look at that. WWF. Um, let me stop. Um, and, of course, you can always follow uh, me, Vibe, your, your fantastic and, if not, chatty host. That's at VibeRev Studios. That's, that's the Twitter, the Instagram. You can email at VibeRevStudios at gmail.com. Definitely check out the Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash VibeRevStudios. And... The studio website is vibrofstudios.com, V-I-B-E-R-E-V-S-T-U-D-I-O-S, to see all the Geek Roast stuff, all the podcasts that I'm producing, all the web series that I'm producing. Um, there's so much more, and there's something for everybody there. So check it out. And uh, with that being said, I'm Vibe. Darth Flex. And Geeking Out still sounds this good. Keeping up with the Yes, 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 yes. So you thought we were done. We're not done yet. Joe Taro was so enthralled by, by this last episode of Love, Death, Robots. He damn near cried and begged that I jump back on the podcast and record his reaction to Love, Death, Robots Part 4 Suits. Joe Taro, you handsome, handsome, handsome little girl. Take it away. Uh, first of all, sorry, folks, for coming in uh, rather late. My, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. My uh, job permitted me um prevented me i should say from enjoying this wonderful podcast which i'm very very pissed that i missed practically all the of it entire thing yeah yeah the entire thing uh so anyway with that <laughs> being said <laughs> thank you vi for having me um chime in on this episode uh really appreciate you and i make sure that if you really want to get in there all you have to do is beg me that did not sound appropriate, but I'm going to take that in a different I, way. Joe Taro allows it. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, this episode, I, I, thor- I, thor- <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Uh, only, I mean, for, for many reasons, but one of the reasons why I liked it a lot was because it felt uh, like a mini movie to me. Now, I know these are just like little 
you know, mini anime episodes that run for like about 15, 20 minutes, if not less than that. But um, I enjoyed the story a lot. I, the animation was it was OK. It wasn't it wasn't the greatest compared to the other episodes that, that we uh, that uh, Geek Bros saw so far. But I did. I did like the storyline. I, I really wanted to see what would happen more, um, especially since towards the end they panned out to the planet that they were on and you exactly. can clearly see exactly. that they were much more yeah, of those this, alien this this, this, this issue isn't over exactly exactly and it pisses me off because we're not going to see what happens that's what I said I said the exact Stop. same thing I said dog <laughs> they dropped us right into the middle of a, of a universe I wanted to know how what where when and why I wanted to know where they are who they are are they from earth what are they doing there is this like Starcraft like that's what really got to me it's like it's kind of reminded me of Star Starcraft in a way. And I said, I literally said that this movie, this this episode, was exactly what Pacific Rim 2 should have been about. Yes. That's yes. how I felt. Yes. I also think Charlie Hunnam should have been in Pacific Rim 2, even though his character, I think, passed away. But let's not no, no. talk. I know that. And the only thing they say he passed away, they said it, they just didn't mention him. But I don't think they killed him off. The reason why, you know why, why he wasn't in the movie, right? I don't remember. It was it was uh, Sons of Anarchy. He's in Sons of Anarchy. It was a a, yeah. It was a a scheduling conflict, so he couldn't he couldn't make it in for that. That's the reason why his character wasn't in, and why he couldn't even do a uh, a cameo. I'm mad that he killed Mako. They killed Mako for absolutely no reason. Right, they did nothing. Like if if they killed her, maybe (laughs) that's the reason why um, Jake Pentecost or whatever his name is um, decided to jump into it. I get it, but it made no sense. He just died, and I'm just like, why did you do that? For what reason? No, yeah, without no way of telling you why he died. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was that was. Well, that's that's about it. But uh, yeah, it was just the bad. Anything bad? Um, no, I actually don't have anything bad or ugly to say. I'll actually just add in the ugly as well as you know right now for now. Exactly. But I, I I have to say I, I mean the way the story panned out, there was nothing negative about it. I mean except for the the part that the guy Jim passed away, but no died. Well, I mean but, that's not negative. That's just like you know the movie no, wise. That was, but that was very. You know, to me, I don't watching the whole thing. There was no, there was no, there was no negativity involved with the characters. Everybody was like togetherness. They were neighbors. They were, it was. I enjoyed it. I liked stuff like that. See, so, it's funny because you missed it. You know me, man. I'm a stickler. I, I nitpick. I whatever. And I actually, for the first time in a long time, said the same thing. I had no bad and no ugly. You missed it. It was a, it was a <laughs> it was a monumental occasion. I literally said, guys, I have no bad. I have no ugly. I love this. This is probably my favorite favorite episode of of this whole anthology series. And I I, I would watch 13 episodes of this, even if every other episode was just about farming. I'd watch it, waiting, <laughs> waiting for the next, waiting because it's still, I like the characters, I like the idea, and I just like you know, just you never know. You're watching the episode, you never know when another one's gonna bust through and how big or where, you know. And then slowly but surely, you do a world building, you explain who they are, where they came from, how they got here. You know, there was one, there was one um, line by the main guy, and he's like, how his wife said, "Quit your job and be a farmer." You know, I'm like, that line is like, you chose to do this. You weren't stuck yes. here. So, like, what? Explain it to me. Where's the story? Like, I, exactly. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope they, 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 they bring it back or they explain something, you know. But, you know, at the very least, I have that episode. And I, I watched it uh, an hour before we, we uh, recorded. And I was just like, dang, was it this good the first time? Holy yeah. crap. I so, watched it twice. I watched it one time. The first time I watched it was when we first started uh, talking about we 
we're going to do this, you know, these reviews. And the second time I watched it was literally just like you, right before, yeah. you know, an hour before. And I was like, dude, how did I miss this? That's what I'm saying. Is like, I how know I watched it, but, but this is really good the second time around. I, I guess I just would say, you guys, if you watched uh, Love, Death, Robots, maybe you should wa- give it a second look because you might appreciate it more the second time around. That's what I find to be happening with me. Even with the episodes that I'm, that I'm nitpicking, I still appreciate it way more or find more things way more than the first time. Because, of course, the first that- time... I was just watching it because Darflex told me to, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. And I think I, was, I wasn't I was even paying attention. I was just kind of like going through it. Only by the end was I really getting into it. So, um, all right. Thank you so much, Joe Taro. So you can, you, you can throw in your shameless promotion. Oh, yes. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter, thanks to Vibe, because he forcefully uh, threw me on there. Actually, uh, that wasn't even me. Darflex said, does Joe Taro have a Twitter? I said, no. He's like, man, he needs to get on there. So I said, okay, Joe Taro, get a Twitter now. And Joe Taro, listen, as... <laughs> As 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 cool as he wants to pretend, he's very submissive to my words. So I was like, okay. well, uh, I mean, you know, when 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 the future stuff happens, because um, you know what I'm talking about. When that happens, then obviously we'll have a different uh, allegedly uh, allegedly different, different, different perspective Exactly, okay. I got you. I but, got you. Uh, no, I actually can't wait. I actually can't wait for that. But that's like a little tidbit you know for yeah easter egg that's an easter egg anyway so uh yeah you can find me on twitter and instagram my twitter is uh joe tara which is with uh two r's j-o-e-t-a-r-r-o and my instagram is joe tara as well but with three r's because he wants to confuse you guys (laughs) attention because I, I could not fit the two R's, it, it was taken for some reason. That's so J O J O E, anyway J O E T A R R O for Twitter, and that's all I have because I'm not really a big fan of social media. But I will be on there. Well, no, but you're rocking it out, man. I see you having fun with Twitter. Don't even lie. I this is, this is right now. This guy is like I don't even know what that is. Within a couple of days. He's posting his own crap. He's retweeting stuff. I said, wait a minute. What is this? Who is this guy? He's having a blast on, on Twitter, Joe Thomas. A little, spoiler, a little, a little secret for, for, for you, actually. You didn't know this. And for the people who are watching, I had Twitter way back in the day. Oh. Because I was actually... actually uh, it, wait, wait. Uh, you're breaking up. You're breaking up. You're absolutely breaking up. But anyway, that's about it. <laughs> I didn't hear any of that. You were breaking me? up. You're, you're still breaking I up. I said... Man, okay. I said I had, I had Twitter way back in the day. Right. And the reason why I had it was because I was stalking somebody. Okay. Was... Me... <laughs> is, it, is it is it is it who I think it is? No, 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 no. This was this was way before. Way before. Oh, so you, oh, because you were crazy before the one I'm thinking about. I got gotcha. you. Right. right. You know what? At least you're consistent. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. It. You're welcome. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in to this little, I guess, end credit scene of Keeping Up the Geek Bros, episode sixty-three. Um, I'm again, Vibe. Jotaro. And uh, Geeking Out still, still, still sounds this good. Keeping up with the Geek Bros. This is an audio production of Vibe Revelation Studios. The cure for your common day. VibeRevStudios.com.